Hello, I'm Alice Arnold. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. Here I am in the Zidel Zidel. Zidel? Zidel. Zidel, um, well, sort of cabaret bar, Crazy really. Cops. And we've, yeah. we've just been witness to a little mini, little cabaret episode of Chicago. Mm-hmm. The person Officially. interrupting me is Sarah Sotart, yes. who is playing Roxy in this production. And you've just given us... Well, Sarah, we just saw you mainly dancing there. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a chance to hear you. Your vocal no, cords, my cords going. No, we didn't. <laughs> we couldn't get a chance for that. Only a bit of dancing, which, of course, you are a dancer. Well, you yes, were a dancer originally, first and foremost. Yeah. So yeah. that bit comes pretty easy. Yes. yes. That, is, that is sort of my comfort zone. I can always fall back on that and feel quite at home, really. Yeah. Yeah. And doing the Bob Fosse sort of choreography. Oh, yes. Does that blend in with... Because with, ballet was your original training yeah. as a ballet dancer. Yeah. Is the Bob Fosse's choreography kind of quite easy to adapt marries, to as a ballet dancer. I would absolutely. have thought it would. And, and ballet is, is the backbone of every sort of dancing, maybe not necessarily break dancing and the really sort of groovy mm. get down stuff, but for Bob Fosse and contemporary dance and jazz, classical, we always do a bar to warm up. I mean, I do. And Do you? Yeah, it stays with you. See, dancers yeah. do that, don't they? Yeah. Mm. So no, Bob Fosse was also a trained dancer. I mean, he didn't merge well with ballet, but ballet is so hard and technically it just gives you that posture and those lines and then you alter them with his style and just, yeah, yeah. If you can do ballet, you can do anything. Well, now you've played Roxy before. I have, yes. And now you're doing it again. Mm-hmm. So is it, what, well, what tempted you to come back to the role for a start? Well, I think there's very few parts in the West End for women that are strong characters. And this is just a gorgeous part. And to revisit it again, it's, it's just wonderful. Also, you always bring different things to it if you've been removed from it for a while so um, yes so what different what different things are you bringing to it well um, there's more weight in certain areas more weight within within the piece in my character she goes on such a journey from Mm. beginning to end Um, you'll have to come and see (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> we'll have to come, come and find out. Now, you're working yeah. with other actors who have played Roxy before. Yes. You see, because yes, in, this cast, <laughs> in this cast, basically everybody's played Roxy, yeah. apart from Cuba Gooding Jr. He yeah. hasn't played Roxy Be that tricky. I know of. But the other women in the leads have both played Roxy. Yes. So have they been giving you their advice on and how to play the role? No, no, no. No one steps in that area. We sort no. of... You, you watch and learn. And I've, I've seen both of them play it. Oh, have you? I have, yes. I saw um, Ruthie and the Midnight Matinee all those years ago when it first opened. And I was just completely in awe. And when you don't believe that you can achieve something in your life or, or even not consider it, and then you're all of a sudden there, you end up somewhere where you never even thought... I could possibly play this part. It's, it's quite daunting being in the room with all these amazing actors um, who've also played it. But they've been so encouraging and and complimentary. And yes, so I, I, I couldn't ask for more, really. I feel really safe to explore and, and keep at it. Yeah. Oh, that's a great feeling, mm. isn't it? To feel and, and able to, to do it differently from them, but presumably yeah. take inspiration from, Absolutely. from, well, the, yes. from, from them. When it's hard not it. to when it's incredibly yeah. good. I've got our Ruthie with me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like having stepped that. off the stage 
from performing. Uh, well, you were the only person that did a complete number there. You did. You did. No, I only did half. Yeah, well, half a number. Well, right. but at least I got More an ending. Than, yeah, you yeah. did get an ending. I, Playing yeah. Mama Morton. Now, I have to say, the thinnest, sexiest Mama Morton I've ever seen. Bless I mean, because Mama Morton, you do think sort of a larger lady. I don't know why yeah. we think we do no, think that. No, but I was just saying that I have, you know, I've done it a fair few times and every mama has been mostly sort of very large African-American women who mm. could just belt out, uh, you know, insane notes and, it, you know, brilliant, brilliant performances. But, you know, there's nothing that I can do to to step into that arena so I have to create my own arena you know because I just I it, I just can't follow the the the, the no format, but that you know. but that means that that's completely different for you which yes. is great you're not stepping into anybody's shoes you're doing no. you're recreating yeah. Mama Morton as a kind of very feisty witty fun I, well I'd from like, the performance yeah. I saw I thought well, she I'm looked like she was pretty sassy and fun well, we hope. We hope yeah. sassy and fun. Because you've done yeah. every other role in Chicago, basically. Yeah. Well, every other female role. Mary Sunshine yeah. next. So, uh, yes. It's like, <laughs> we're waiting for it. I tell you what, <laughs> 2027, 20, we'll be we'll ready have, for that one. Yeah, Jill, <laughs> Jilly Flynn. But, um, not Billy Flynn, Jilly, Jilly Flynn. Jilly Flynn. Could be a female. Why not? Why not? It could be. Put it to them. <laughs> you could just go on. This is a limited run you're doing, isn't it? Yes. So no. it's they, they've extended the the, the booking period actually. Mm. Uh, I think recently. He's fabulous. That was that was Cuba. Yeah, that was. We might have heard some shouting in the background there. That was Cuba Gooding <laughs> Jr., who seemed, I have to say, from the nuances that I got on stage just now, to be quite fond of you, Ruthie. Well, he's. I have to say, just such a team player and such a, a generous um, actor. And I don't know what we expect. It's kind of that, it's awful to say that you, you know, you think that, you know, an Oscar-winning actor from Hollywood's going to come over and be all divery. You worry that they will. Mm. And he's not. And I should know this by now, is that theatre, it doesn't matter who you are. Theatre brings you all together. It's the great leveller, isn't it? it? Is you can't be deverish, really, in no. theatre. Did you have to think long and hard about coming back into the, into the West End after having a break okay, from I'll live theatre, eight shows a week? I, I, yes. I, do you know what? I'm going to be really honest. I didn't. It wasn't an instant. Oh my goodness! You know, I, I must do this. That I did think about it because the show was such a huge pull to me, and mm. doing a new role. But then I thought, how am I going to feel about watching Roxy and Velma? Am I going to miss it? Am I going to feel like I, uh, you know, want to be doing that role? And let me tell you, I haven't, haven't thought about it twice. Good. Uh, Good. I love, so love, love it. So you're pleased you said yes. Yes, I am. I really am. And, and you know, to actually have the chance to... Um, do something that doesn't mean I have to cartwheel eight shows a week is really lovely. <laughs> I could get used to it. Good. She comes on, she bosses people around, sings a number and then and swans off. off. Yeah. Goes off. That's dinner at <laughs> Joe Allen's. Yeah. What's not to like? What's yeah, not to like? Exactly. Josephina Gabrielle, who we haven't met before. 
Hello. New to us. Um, playing Velma. But you have played Roxy. I have played Roxy before. As has everybody, basically, in the cast played Roxy. I was talking well, to Sarah and saying, is that tricky, playing Roxy mm. in front of all these people who've played Roxy, mm. like you have? Mm. Did you say, Sarah, do it like this, it'll be much better? You know what? Every time you go into Chicago, whatever part you play is tailored to you. So Sarah's Roxy is is not my Roxy and my Roxy isn't Ruthie's Roxy so you never feel like someone's got your part ever have you done Velma before no I've never played okay Velma. so this no. is a first for you yes. to do Velma yes. but you kind of knew it presumably. well I, I knew it because I, I knew it from watching but watching and doing it was two very different things and mm. funnily enough um, that the numbers that that I thought I would you know, you have numbers. The oh, I'd love to play that. I'd love to do that number. And oh, I'd love to do that number. And then you'll there's a series of numbers. Uh, it's been a very pleasant surprise. The numbers that I hadn't necessarily coveted uh, when you learn to do them, you go, my God, this is so much fun. And which ones are they? <laughs> um, Sister Act and Velma takes the stand. Right. Um, are so much fun to do. So much fun to do. Um, and I, I, I watched as Roxy, you watch Sister Act every night because Velma is trying to entice Roxy to want to do this double act mm. with her. So I've watched it, so therefore technically know it um, because I've seen it. However, as I say, every Velma mm. has a different take on it. So um, you will never know it until you do your own. Um, but yes, that, that's that's... An awful lot of fun. Yes. And obviously there's a big hype about this production and the revival mm-hmm. after, whatever mm. it is, six years or It's been so away from the West End for five years. So, yes. and now does that make, does that put the pressure on you or is that just pure excitement it coming I, it's back? It's really exciting. It's really exciting because um, you're launching it. You're launching it. Uh, yeah, n- normally, um, when I've gone into the show, because I, w- I went in many times as in and out uh, as Roxy, um, certainly the first time you go in as Roxy or any part, you're jumping on a moving train mm. because the energy is up, everything's high energy and up to speed. And so you've got to be up to speed and look like Slotting, you've been doing it forever really. in front of an audience. Mm. Uh, and so you are doing it on the hoof. And um, this is lovely because it's being launched and you're part of the launch. So, yeah. that's And you thrilling. can really that's make thrilling. it your own as well because you're, you're yes. creating the role again from yes. fresh, yes. really. Yes. Now, t- today in our, in our little preview that we mm. had, we saw a bit of dancing. Yes. Obviously, dancing is quite your thing. Sarah, who's playing Roxy, yes. also trained yes. as ballet dancer. Yes. Do, yes. Is that any coincidence? All these the people playing Velma and Roxy, the, the ballet thing, working with the Bob Fosse choreography? Or the, um, do you think it's, a se- well, well, it's essential to have had some training? I would say Fosse-wise... Um, Bob Fosse was the most amazing dancer, and his background was strong classical ballet too. And he, as a dancer, didn't have much turnout. And I sympathise with that. Yes, no, I know. I feel. I, I know how he just, felt about that. I don't have much turnout. You haven't lived unless you know how to. Do it. <laughs> um, but he also. Um, believed he had one leg shorter than the other, which he may have had. I think we all do, apparently. And um, and he was his hair was thinning, so he liked to wear a hat. So because he 
thought, well, I don't have much turn on. I'll turn in because one leg short of the other, I'll sit in a hip. And um, because I haven't got much hair, I'll dance with a hat. Um, so a lot of these things came from his belief of his shortcomings. Um, and, and this style evolved. Uh, I mean, plus his amazing brain and, and, and genius for vocabulary. So he created this style, which is so exquisite. So a strong dance background, um, it's lovely uh, to, um, to get the opportunity to dance Fosse. Um, because as it's taking can you I just away. stop you for a minute? As, mm. as Josephine is describing this, mm. her shoulders are moving and her hands are moving. I'm undulating. She's basically doing the fossy moves, <laughs> which is really rather lovely, I have to say, and 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 extraordinary. Yes. But yes. I had no idea yes. that that's why Fossey choreographed the way that he because of yes. what he yes. felt. Yes. I'm sure there's an awful lot more to it, but those are two uh, a, a few little details of, of of an inspiration for his mm. style. Now, the, mm. you're starring with with Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, in this yeah. uh, obviously you have I mean I can't even list the musicals you've been in yeah. because we'd be here till Christmas oh. but <laughs> basically everything I mean you're a massive star of, of oh, musical theatre well, you are it's a huge list oh. of achievements are you giving Cuba some coaching on how to kind of get through the eight shows a week and you know the ins and outs um, of theatre in the West End I think everyone has their process and um, uh, no one's no no two experiences are the same. Um, he's he, he he's performed on Broadway, so he knows the eight show a week discipline and 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 mm-hmm. stage life. So he's bringing a wealth of experience to this. Plus his his background as an American actor is just bringing so much depth to Billy Flynn. He's mm. wonderful. He's absolutely wonderful. He needs no help. <laughs> Thank you and good luck. Thank you very much. Now I'm joined by Cuba Gooding Jr. We've yes. been waiting for you, Cuba. I noticed that you're <laughs> drinking, I hope, because I've had a glass of red wine, which I would never normally do right. in the middle of the day. Right. But I noticed, I hope, that's, that looks yeah, like white wine. Yeah, it's a little wine. Sauvignon yeah, Blanc. And why yeah, not? Just take the edge off Why it. not? Exactly. Singing and dancing for the world, you might as well just relax a little bit, let it's your hair up as opposed to down. And we're in a sort of cabaret-style venue, and even though it's that's lunchtime, right. I think we all deserve that's a bit right. of That's right, a little n- nip it's of the bubbly. Was, 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 was today the first time that you've First time for an audience in in front of an audience. And well, doing the, no, the singing bit. No, no, no. We've we've done the show a number of times in rehearsal hall and had producers come and friends oh, come okay. and kind of observe us. But people who aren't part of our family, this is the first time. Yeah. See, now we notice because part of our family, Ruthie is part of our family. I love her. She's, well. Do you know, I felt that when I was yeah. watching the performance. I, I love thought, her so I much. Think, I think Cuba's, you know, quite... I'm quite smitten to a bit of Well, we all are. Yeah. Let's face it, everyone who knows she, is a little bit in love with yeah. <laughs> She has such an energy that's so infectious. It makes you feel relaxed, and at the same time, you want to perform for her. Do you know what I mean? We have certain royalty in the States the same way. When I did my first in on Broadway, I did a show called Trip to Bountiful with Miss Cicely Tyson. And when, when, you, when you get in her presence, you want her to accept you. And I feel the same way kind of with Ruthie, because she's such a staple of the West End. And she's moved so many audiences that they want to make sure that we're up to, to, to snuff, to par with, with um, performing besides her. And... Um, and I yes. suppose she'd be the sort of mother of the company. As oh, well, yeah. Mama Morton. She'd yeah. be the, the, the mother of the... In, in any theatre company, I and think there's always know, like a mother and a father. Have you heard her whistle? What, what whistle just like Have whistle? you heard her whistle? 
No. Ruthie, Ruthie, yes. one time a whistle, one time. Come on, you got to do it. Oh. <laughs> Is that not amazing? Is that not amazing? Is that not amazing? That's amazing. That's what I'm talking about. So you know what I'm saying? Know, That's the mama, but I, she can hang with the best of them. I never knew it's she amazing. could do that. Me That's neither. No. And I see. Now look at that. That's the little thing. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, and with that, we'll take a sip. Gibby, <laughs> your parents were both singers, weren't they? They were. So yeah. that... They still sing, are. Well, sing? my father we lost last year, but they sang, they sang every day. And did you grow up singing then? Yes, of course. We had music all through the house. So everybody thought I was going to follow my dad's footsteps. But, you know, truth be told, I didn't want to do what my dad did because he was never home. I didn't want my mm -hmm. kids to grow up with a father who was on the road. So my acting um, agreement with my wife was never without each other more than two weeks. Okay. And now, you know, now life has moved on and situations have changed. And I'm living in London for, you know, about six months. But now I understand my father's life's calling to be a singer, to be on that stage connecting with the audience. There's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. There really is nothing like it. I mean, you get this. It's just an energy because there's this one saying where when you can't express yourself through words, you move to song and when song can't move you enough to get that ultimate form of expression you're moved to dance and it's true it's when you're you know doing these numbers you're you're really it's really hitting that ultimate form of expression and of course dancing is well you, you're a mover yeah you're a, yeah i started a, as a professional breakdancer yes. gymnast so, yeah, so, so you can you those can do are that. my I things mean, yeah. but but is, it must still be a challenge doing the the bob fossey style of choreography nope, for you no no, no i wouldn't say the easy. word challenge well i guess it, then you'd have to say acting is a challenge and you'd have to say you know, anything that you do in front of an audience is a challenge. So, yes, it's a challenge. But it's self-explanatory. It makes sense. The one thing that Bob Fosse demanded was simplicity. Mm -hmm. If you're doing too much to, to make an expression, then you're doing too much. Keep it simple, stupid. And I'm telling you, when you just go to the basics in the movements, it's just magical. It really is. If if you can move. Some of us struggle with that. <laughs> I've noticed a know, little bit with you, British. You know, uh, yeah. I noticed some of the critiques that some of the dancers get. It's like, relax your hips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. British a bit. That's That's right. How are you enjoying the London experience? I love the London experience. I love to go to the pubs, have a uh, Guinness and uh, some fish and chips. Okay. That's I've, I've had that probably almost every day Is so it? far. Yeah, that's my move. <laughs> You could Best way do to that unwind. In New York as well, though, to be honest. Yeah, There's but a lot not of the Irish same. Pubs, is it? You know, not the same with the with the chickpeas and the uh, in the vin malt vinegar. It's great. No. Now you've just turned fifty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Some of us are a lot older than that. No, I didn't uh, say this anything. A, is this what are you like, worried about? No, What's I, wrong with you? I'm not worried about it at all. <laughs> you don't look it. You, you look, look great. About, you look about 32. You look great. But you're, you're, is this, do you think this is a, a, a change for you? Are you dipping into the West End or are we going to see more of you or are you going to go back and do more crime you dramas? Never or know. You do never you have know. a plan? Now you sound like my agent. Oh. And I'll tell you the same thing I said to them. Leave me alone. I'm on the stage. I'm enjoying myself. I don't know when I'm going to quit. And they said, yes, but, and I said, yes, but nothing. 
I just directed and wrote and started my first feature film. And they're mad because I can't promote it and send it to festivals because I'm here on the stage. But I don't care. The film's in the can. Mm -hmm. And we did a screening before I came over here. It's called Louisiana Caviar. People love it. But I'm caught up in the world of Billy Flynn. And I want to stay here for a minute. And, you know, when I first came over for the Baptist to present, I truly, and I said it on the show, we use the term melting pot as Americans. Mm -hmm. It really is a melting pot here in the UK. I mean, I really, you, you see interracial relationships and there's no questioning. It's just part of the culture, you know? I think it is now. I think maybe. Yeah, maybe it might not have been, but I'm saying from my London point of view, particularly. From, from where I've come from, mm -hmm. it seems like it's just been organic with the city mm -hmm. and, and I'm enjoying it and I'm having a good time just experiencing everybody being accepted for their merit as opposed to their outlook or their look, their physical appearance. I think that's brilliant. I think it's brilliant that you are focusing just on the now. Yeah. I love that. that yeah, I have to be. Looking ahead. Listen, looking tomorrow is guaranteed to, to no one, so why not appreciate what we got going mm. on today? And I'm glad you're enjoying London. I'm glad we're making you. you feel welcome. You are. You are, of course, very welcome in Thank London. you. We're it's looking so forward sweet. to Thank you, my love. Can't wait Thank to you. see you. I'm Alice Arnold, and that was the Musicals and Theatre Podcast. If you enjoyed that, then you can hear me every Saturday and Sunday morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic, where I have lots of lovely, timeless, relaxing classics, musical numbers, and interviews. Music.